Hey, Fight Right Warriors, happy Sunday. I want to tell you the story about being a fitness model in Sweden and having my ambition to come to America. So I had to show that I got it what it, what it takes to cover magazines. And my dream was to come to America and inspire the world to live fit and stay fit. D-Fat America. I was gonna go here and train and eat, train, sleep, repeat and just love that. That was my plan. That's what I made happen. That's what I live. When I started the whole journey and it was about taking photos, it started with me saying that I wanted a website and I'm gonna have photos of my fitness body and I'm gonna make money. And Pavel, who was my boyfriend at the time, he laughed and said, nobody makes money on internet. That's also, uh, we showed what happened to that. And when Pavel shot me, he documented me as a tough woman, you know, tough and strong with an attitude. And that's how I became known on internet and social media when social media just came about. And the look and the image represented who I was then, you know, that I'm tough, I gotta do this and build muscle, burn fat, you gotta remember your why, all that fight or that spirit, which you mean you need because I have to be tough. There's no way you're gonna make things happen in life, moving from one country to another, do things and accomplish things that it's gonna take absolute fearless, no doubts, full focus on that direction or you're not gonna make it. Without holding back to what if, do not have a plan B. All that on one ticket, I did it and I've never regretted it. Not one second in my life that I just put it all. I'm so grateful that I believed in myself and I did not listen to all the people, the, the typical thing that say I can't do it. Nothing special that I couldn't do it, but you know, people always want to criticize and say you can't do it and we don't listen. Then when I came to America, we came over here, things changed in the way to market. All of a sudden, it was about Having high heels, well, that was on stage because it was fit as figure. I started with bodybuilding. You don't have shoes on there. You have a regular classic bikini and no shoes. There was no makeup. It was putting the tan on the face and then go on stage. But in America, it was completely different. It was like a beauty pageant that the most emphasis was on high heels, the the, the bikinis, the swimsuit, it was even a one-piece suit to cover up the abs. Makes no sense in a physical competition, but hey. High heels, stripper heels, and one-piece and two-piece cost a lot of money. So it was like $1,000 for a, for, a, uh, for a bikini or a swimsuit, and you can only have it once because you always have to have a new diamond jeweled-covered uh, piece. And then there was so much of the beauty ideal on hair that you suddenly had to have the hair out and it was, it took the most time was about styling the hair to make sure it looked feminine and gorgeous and out while I wanted to have a ponytail because that took away from, you know, the hair was away from the body. Why would I have long hair covering my back? So every woman had to kind of like nicely just take away the beautiful feminine hair, the locks, and then do a little twirl and then show it with a little smile, right? The whole thing that just looks like a stripper show or a beauty pageant. Nothing wrong with that, but that was not what I was interested in. 
So the ponytail, I remember that I said, well, why can't I have a ponytail? And everyone was like looking at me like, are you out of your mind? You can't have a ponytail. You're not going to compete. You're not going to be competitive. You have to, you know, you have to double overdo it. You have to have the, the fake nails, the high heels, the tan, the glow, and you have to have professional makeup and the hair. So most of the work was about the face and the head, nothing that can be made in the gym, nothing that you can build, just bling bling. I was so bored of doing all this behind this backstage to sit there, make up, and then sit there all day and you're not gonna get out, and then comparison, kind of a whole day of just boring. I just want to go home and be in my sweats and go and work out again. I didn't feel that this was the end of my life. Where everyone else was waiting for this, be on stage is the highlight of the life. For me, I never have any stage you know, problem. Like I grew up in church singing and I was a music talent. I was always on stage. For me, that was not what's gonna be it. I didn't have stage fright. That was, that's, my, that's my arena. So for me, it was the daily life that I loved. And then bodybuilding the way it was in Sweden with 115 pounds, like the, the lightest division. Um, that was what I loved. You know, it was basic. You're not here in high heels because you're a female. You're there as an athlete. So then with the competition was all about this of relaxed, you weren't even flexing. This was back in the days when they tried to make women not lift as heavy because it wasn't about the heavy lifting, it was the drugs. And I was one of those who had never had any interest in drugs. I didn't want to change. I didn't want to override my genetics. I was one of those and am one of those who loved the lifestyle. I loved the extreme fitness. I loved taking care of my body. Was I good for my body all the time? No, but I definitely not had any interest in using my body as whatever, like a trophy hunter, and I'm gonna put any crap stuff, I don't know what it is, no. I was too hypochondric and too health-oriented and too much sustainability of how is this gonna end up, what is gonna become of all this, am I gonna be able to keep it up, no. What is the consequence, what is gonna do? All that I'm proud of for never letting that go, I was never interested enough to be a winner, because for me it was winning my own life always. Did I know it like that? No, I was young, but now I can more define what I felt. But when you don't understand the feeling and you are in it, it's hard to understand. That's the way we are in a cloud, in a crowd, in a community, collectively, and a culture. So it's very easy to keep on a culture. You don't even know that it's not really making you any good or healthy or happier. So it's important to not keep on copying behavior of people because that's what people do because no you don't have to when you think you can be more than an animal without an without thought processing that you can actually know that you have a freedom to make up your mind and do what you want you have to just stop wanting to have validation and approval that people say yes you can so stop asking and you're free to do whatever you want to do and if you don't have that freedom fight for it so then in America, when I shot with other, uh, other photographers trying to get exposure to be seen, recognized, it was always about pretty much looking like Playboy. It was always about sex. It was always about looking like come fuck me. It was always about stick your ass out in a squat position. In a th for what reason? Like, it was always be a woman. You have to look like someone is going to just take you in the ass and that's it. It was just the way, it was like, you, you have to. It was the only way to be in a magazine, what to look something that is cute, to kind of downplay, and I have to hide my muscles, every woman wanted to just be in shape. 
And now it's back to where women want to have muscle, but they don't want to lose weight, but they're overweight and they don't want to do... I mean, things go in cycles, right? So now it's when you can't tell anyone that you don't have the muscle because then they're angry because you can't tell someone that you got to train to have muscle. You can just want to have it just because right now it's popular to say you can have anything you want just because you want it. Well, hey, yeah, but you got to be real too. And there's something else you want more than what you say you want. That is what you go for all the time. And that stops you from having all what you want. They're layer to layer to layer to insights. And most people never get to that level because they don't want to go beyond being basic. And I want to be beyond. And that's where I take all my clients. That's why I have complete transparency with everything. Because I don't want you to live a life and then wait. Oh, so if I can think and for you and you wake up and you realize that is not something I want to do it, great. Then I have made a good job. I love my life. I love all the adventures. I also love to know that, okay, I've been there, done that. Now I know. Next. That's how I live my life. Chapter after chapter. I turn page. I learn my lesson. I don't really think it's cute to keep on learning the lesson and then unlearn it. And then I realize, oh, I'm stupid. No. I think higher of myself and I keep myself in high standards for myself. If I don't, what is going to do? I, like, I don't want to be basic. So I make sure I remember that I am a human and I'm around humans who want to be average. So everyone can forget about having ambitions and expectations because I am just doing what I love that is, you know, it's all about to chase the fight and to have something that is passion in life. And I do. But most people don't understand the difference between pain and having, like, they don't understand passion can feel that you're angry. Like, I've always been called, like, why is you angry? No, I'm passionate. But hey, that's again, you gotta know your tribe and who understands you're not. So, so then all these kind of focus on being sexy, then that became a thing of women in fitness and muscle. In order to show that we are allowed to be ourselves, we have to always show we got it all. So it was about showing up with the, the high heels and, and then the dresses and the cars. And then I got lucky. I got fighter diet exposure all over the world. I came into the social media, Facebook, and millions of views. And hey, I just got it handed there. After all my work, I got exposure. The money came in and all of a sudden I had money I could spend. I never had that. I was broke growing up. I was broke in Sweden. I always worked for myself. And then when I came to America, I was broke again. And then I was stealing water. I didn't have uh, money for toilet paper. So I got stole that from gold. I mean, having a budget and making the fighter diet uh, meal, the legendary meal of cabbage, mustard, pink salmon came from 99 cent store. So you bet. I am not a spoiled bitch and I'm so grateful that I always was a working woman, that I grew up and I moved out from home when I was 15. I was on a mission. I was not going to stay there. I was not going to be there. I didn't want to have family. I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to have anything of that that I was told that you cannot escape your biological clock. That's what everyone in Sweden said. Oh, you gonna have kids. You can't. That's just going to happen. You don't have a choice. That is how Sweden was for me. And that made me rebellious because I said, you're not going to tell me whatever I can't have that I can't, can't control myself. That was really stuck to me. I, you bet I have control of my own master, my mind. I am the master of my mind. You cannot tell me what to do. So I thank all those women who laughed at me thinking that oh, she thinks she's not going to have kids. Because Sweden is extremely family oriented. Everyone needs to have family and kids there pretty much. 
And I also read today that women is the most single women life is Sweden. That Sweden has the most single women. I don't know if it's true, but I can tell my background. I wanted to be independent always and not have conflicts at home, to not have someone had to fight. I have made all my life decisions the way I want that I'm so grateful that my boyfriends are cats. And when people say, well, he's not gonna last forever. What are you gonna do when the cat dies? I'm like, there will always be new cats. There are so many cats in the world that nobody loves. You bet there's never gonna be shortage, just like there won't be shortage of men. There will never be a problem for any woman, how ugly and disgusting and smelly she is. She will always find an idiot who will want to stick it in if I want to. So, so this whole thing of pressure on women that we somehow have to be valued according to how much dicks we want in our pee, in our vagina. I mean, is that what you're trying to tell women? That in order for you to have worth, you have to show that you are some sex object or something that a normal man wants? No, but the women in group together love to keep up. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to dress. Oh, you have to look cute. And that's why I don't have any female friends pretty much. I'm a loner, but I don't want that pressure. And I don't want to do what other women do. When I have women around here and I'm just going to observe, I'm like, I don't want to do that. I let you do that. So it's me just knowing that that is not what I'm about. It's not going to make me happy. I'm so grateful that they know what makes them happy. But do you think I don't wonder sometimes when I know how much women go the distance to fit in, to conform, and how much women hate themselves when they do? Because I know myself. And I just know how I was, my nightmare would be to be married, having family, to have to go to in-laws, to participate in all these social culture stuff that you just have to go to. You know, when you're in a relationship, a partner, you have to compromise. And I'm like, that is why I'm loner by choice. Why I love to just have myself so I have everything that is my way. Because imagine then that you have to kind of just say, okay, have 50% of my life, I'm not going to be able to do what I want because that's worth it for me. To all the women who want that, do it. You gotta compromise. That's what I'm saying. That you should not treat fitness life like this is what you want to do and break up your whole marriage because you are changing and your husband doesn't know how to understand you and you get mad at him but you don't even understand yourself because you are extremely erratic and inconsistent and you go on one diet after another and he knows that. So why would he believe this is what's gonna last, right? Because that is how you have to remember that the man is not the problem. The most problems with all relationships is that the people in it signed up for something or behave the way you, they are not real. In order to catch someone or someone you just wanted so much and then you didn't even have, uh, kind of just wanted to hope to make it, right? And then later show your true colors. That's why a lot of people divorce. Because you start it fakely, how are you going to keep on? I mean, when are you going to show up, you're real, right? And that's another thing in my life that you can see about the, the way of all my men interest, my love objects. I love men. I just don't want one. Because I know I'm not going to be around for that. I'm not willing to compromise. I'm not willing to take any bullshit. And I also don't want to limit myself. And any time you have any company, now that is limitation in what I can do, what I want to do. And 
Trust me, I know any moment you have someone, you are powered by a police who's gonna start editing what you can say, what you can post, censor you. Yeah, and I'm not willing to do that because I want freedom of speech, freedom of expression, to tell my story and to coach my women without having to think about, wait, is he gonna be feared? Is he gonna be possessive? Is he gonna not be able to understand this? Is gonna be a drama? Is this gonna be a fight again? I don't want it. So that's why I stick to my own so I know that I have paradise on earth every day for myself because I provide that for myself. So to go back to the fitness modeling and how all women keep on showing up and how beautiful we can be in all these dresses and high heels to look like we are living a regular life and then most of us like our gym rats are not really interested in living that life. We just have to do it for the show. I have to do it because I had partners. I had people, I had boyfriends who had to do what they want to do, the typical dating, go out for dinner. The things they say is what we want to do and if we don't do it, we're gonna miss out. And trust me, I didn't care for any of that pretty much. Like all those having to go out and look cute and take a photo and when one says, oh my God, you look amazing. Yeah, I know I do there, but am I happy? I'm just waiting until I'm home because I love to be a homebody. I am a homebody person. I love to travel, but you know why I'm not really interested in travel right now? I have traveled the world. I want to travel again, but it's kind of more interesting to travel inwards. And I've been on a meditation travel for ever since November 2019, where I had to find a way of, I don't want to be agitated anymore. I don't want to be frustrated with people. I say I love them. What's wrong with me? So that's how it started, because I had to find a way of having more patience for people and the best thing that came out out of that it became my same passion as bodybuilding it became my cherry on the whole ice cake <laughs> i must said in my way of development because it gave me this 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 level of me now that i can just imagine what it's going to be for level after level of my meditation my self-reflection which just helps all my clients and i'm so grateful for my willingness to be overtly honest and, dis- and know that everyone is gonna have so easy to just judge and say that she says this and that makes her a bad person because that's how people are. And I still do it because I don't do it to be validated or approved by others. I'm here to lead and do it without holding back because leaders don't hold back on the walk, the path we, we take. Because then you're not leading, you are a politician. And I'm not a politician. I live my life for me, do what I love, which is helping people find their own freedom of minds that is about the body. So now I'm thinking about looking through, I see on social media that the same thing is happening, that the same women are showing up, that we still got it and we want to look dressed up. And I'm thinking, I wonder how you feel and why you're doing it. Because if you're into finding someone, a man or an interest, if you don't want to be a loner, and I get it, most people are not solitary. I think in the future, that's going to be the, the default because there's just too many temptations. Like this, I think people are just going to be more of being, well, I'm just going to say, I love that today there's less stigma about not wanting to be married, that we have more open discussion, that it's not as weird anymore. I mean, imagine 200 years ago, or maybe 60 years ago, 
or 100 years ago. I mean, things really. We did 20 years, 100 years ago, we didn't have vote, vote right. So yeah, it kind of knew that women have, that we are here to say anything. So you bet I fight for women's rights to have the right of the independent individual because that is the way I am here because I had a dream and I had a goal and I'm gonna say I have a body, I have a mind. So that's all I need. Let's go. But if I were now to think that I want a partner, if I were to do this, to keep on showing up that I look great in high heels, to show off my body in dresses, I would put that image out to the world. That is what I am because I would falsely marketing that this is the life I live. I have the body, I look like this and I have the same lifestyle. I go out and eat and have dinners. And if I'm not that, which I'm not, then what kind of partner would I end up with? I would end up with someone who is living a lifestyle they believe is the one I do, but I'm not because I'm fake. That is why I wouldn't want to go up and dress in high heels just to have men. I would do if I want to have a, a one night stand and make sure or a little romance for the weekend or for a month of fun. Because then I can kind of live it out and then, you know, have amazing passion, uh, uh, you know, uh, the erotic adventures. And then that would fade away, it would be another story, just like another diet plan, right? Like one here we do and it's fun for a little bit and then we know, ah, uh, boredom, next. But it wouldn't be anything that gave me happiness long term because the man would be out, I would be bored and then the news. There wouldn't be anything to build upon. So why would I even waste the time? It would be if there was interest to seize the moment, to have fun and joy. But I kind of spent so much of my life doing that in the part with men and all the adventures. I loved that game with the dresses and the high heels because I never wanted to keep them. You see, I never had the ambition to get married or have kids or having someone to stay with me. So I really did that. I could do. <coughs> sorry, I did everything I could to really make sure I stay. At the end, I'm the one woman, and I'm not around someone who 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 kind of what do you say lingers. And it hasn't been easy for the men in my life because how do you tame a woman like me? You don't because I'm a wild and I want to stay that way. And I don't know, but it's something in the culture that every man thinks he needs to train the woman to be a house cat. But it also shows that the woman in me would not f go for a man who would support me to let me be who I want to be. Because usually that man who would have that in him wouldn't be so-called sexy or attractive enough for me to me to trigger my sexual drive to want him because he wouldn't be attractive for me. That's usually how it is. That the man who is good for a woman is not going to be who I want. And it's no different with bodies and ideals and goals in life that what you think you want is not always what's going to make you happy. You might be chasing what the world has told you and conditioned you. It's that is it. Because it's all about the comparison and be it in the world for others. What you look like you are is more important than how you feel in the end of the day. But I'm not interested in that lifestyle because that is how you feel that you are running out of time, that you are expiring, that you're not going to have happiness because you're living in the way of you're going to look the most amazing, sexy, attractive in your youth because that is, I mean, duh, we are to be biologically getting babies that is to have sex when you're young, not when you're 75. There is a reason why there's more people who are attracted to young women than to a 75-year-old shrinky ass. 
including myself. Because we, when you're young, you're supposed to have kids, not when you're 75. So there's no reason to look sexy for the regular people's eyes. So you got don't don't take it wrong now. Remember now, I have the saggy ass. I couldn't go on a, I couldn't be on a cover of the magazine unless they're gonna Photoshop it from top to toe, which I wouldn't want to because that would send that signal that that body is hers and she's 42. She had no, it can't be right, right? Like why would I want to do that? Hell to the no. So I don't want to have my Photoshop body. But I so listen, my my body wouldn't have wouldn't live up to the standards of society's idea of what is on a fitness magazine. So so that's what you need to know. So if you're gonna cry about not being sexy with a perky butt at 75, naked, I think you need a reality check and start loving yourself better because I would be dead in my self-love if I reason the way you do. So in order to find if you want to have a love interest or have someone who actually matches you, you have to be yourself, you have to know what you want, you have to be that person. You would be like me showing up in your sweats like, hey, I'm a gym rat, okay? You gotta live the life and then show that and not change in order to find something that you can sneak away and then you can't be yourself anyway. That's how it breaks down. That, And then here's another story that, you know, if you're going to change your lifestyle all of a sudden, remember now that if you have a partner and you have a lifestyle that is more junky and now you change it to fitness, your partner isn't the problem. You are that you want to be healthy. And I know that sounds weird, but hey, there are more life goals than just wanting to be healthy. If you want to live a long, healthy life, yeah, you got to live healthy or your body will hate you and it will show. But there are more lives and expectations than just to be happy or healthy. There are more life goals than just want to train and be fit. I understand that. So now a lot of women who are getting in shape, noticing that the husband isn't staying in shape or getting in shape. And now you notice that you're not attracted to him anymore because he is symbolizing everything you don't want to be anymore. So that's then become a problem because the woman is now, you know, not happy and then that becomes a thing and then, yeah. Which that problem you don't have when you are solitary because, well, you have just less problems. Like, you just focus on yourself and self-made and just keep it engaged and there's no drama and that's the best thing. All right, so when you dress up and you show that you're cute, ask yourself is this really you and what are you doing it and what is the effect and the reason why i don't do it and why i just use old pictures if i have to show that this is what you can do uh, is because people just are wired into you look great so in order for me to have a way of making women understand that i can make you feel amazing, make you so healthy, so strong and confident that I can give you all your dreams if you're willing to work and, and not flake on me all the time when you just want to go on another coach, you know? All the clients who keep on finding another and then sneaking away and don't even tell me, it's so ridiculous. Like I don't know how you are with yourself. You are so sneaky. You keep on stabbing yourself in the back over and over. You keep on hating what you do and you keep on regretting and you kind of feel guilty. I see it, my friend, and trust me, it just shows when you treat other people like you do with flaking and not being honest and kind of running away and then I find out and stuff, just so you know, 
I know how you feel on the inside about yourself because that's the way I know and I just wouldn't want to have that relationship to to be like that so I'm definitely don't worry about my feelings about that all right so now the car industry so when I came from Sweden I was a pedestrian when I came to USA and Los Angeles Paolo said you have to we have to have a car and he was right because you try you drive everywhere and you need to so we went to this little place of, you know, a car shop on Lincoln Boulevard in, in Venice. And I wanted the tiniest car and because it was cheap and it like fit to people, like the tiniest little thing. And Paul was like, hell no, we're going to have that because I'm not going to have a respect. We got to have a car that shows. So he found a Nissan, like a, a little SUV and that we bought. And I didn't understand why did we have to have something to look good or something, but Paul was really about the, the, the facade and making sure that we looked cool and so on. So then when we became a little successful, my fighter ride took off and my fitness training and online, my polyinfitness.com, I was selling the ultimate bulletproof fat loss diet and I became a star sensation on on uh, on in magazines and got covered and so on so i was fortunate and um so so then with the money coming in powell invested in a range over and that was our money fighter right money and then he i saw how he got all this kind of you know all the people at goldstream all in the career all up here so like you know giving him all the cred and you know, wow, and kind of give me high high five that he made it. And I saw that, I remember on the parking lot where everyone was like kind of just showing up Pavel's new car and he was so proud. And I knew that was my work for Fighter Diet. Like Pavel had photographed me. He became a fitness photographer using, I was the model that got the women back and then he got to shoot them. I was the woman behind, I was the model uh, coach. So I helped the women pose so that's how we worked as a tag team behind the camera. I was always the woman behind the women, and that's how I love to be, and that's why I now, nowadays, I love being my sweats with my cat and my big bowl and say, hey women, dress up in high heels and dresses because I need that for my marketing, so see? Double standards, but most women want that, but they don't know the limitation is that if you think that is the way to be happy when you can't have that anymore, or you're not young, you just have to know that if you have nothing else to live for, it's gonna be very spoiled, attitude in your mind and then that's going to be making you feel miserable and that's what I don't want I want you to feel that you are greater and more in love with your life and yourself when you for each year so for instance do this today why don't you make a thing you love about yourself for every year you've been around so for me for the two years for the two things I love about myself do that and see what you come up with so when I saw how Pavel was treated differently and how he got all the respect that really triggered my little kid in me and I just got really mad and that's when I became materialistic when I felt that I wanted a car too so I made it my goal at 30 years old I'm gonna get a Range Rover so that I got then I wanted to have all the designer shoes and the dresses but just to show myself I wanted it I had never been able to just buy anything I wanted. And I went on a trip. So I went to Russia and fly a MiG-29. I went to fly an L-39 Albatross. I was an adrenaline junkie. I went out to swim with great white sharks. I went all over the world in Hong Kong and, jo and Tokyo. 
I had a lot, a lot of fun and adventure. And trust me with the men, I love all my men and all the adventures and I'm so happy to have had them. And I have nothing but love for all the men and I just thank them all for all the fun. So, I still don't want one, but I love men. I love my ram, my cat, too. I love cat, male cats. And when I got my female cat, I realized that that was just, now I'm a male cat. And I feel so bad because one day my, my futon fell on her and she got a broken rib. And that was kind of the start of the end because she had hairball problem. And then that became the thing. And I still have guilt that I couldn't save the cat and I have to work on myself. That was a side story. So back to the materialistic thing. So, so I did that. I dressed up. I had heels. I got all the admiration. That was the way, you know, you can charm and seduce. Because if you want to enjoy or date or have fun with the highest level of the most wanted people, you got to hang with those. And that's what I did. And I loved it. It was fun. It was such a great adventure. But I didn't want to have it forever. And I wouldn't want to do it again. Because it still came down to this that I was getting annoyed that every time I dress up, it's like I look great. It was always but look great. So what the heck? Why doesn't anyone ask how you must feel great? No. So I had like a thing that I just get angry with people for complimenting me. Because that's how people are conditioned to tell people they look great. That makes people happy. Well, I was a little more tough, right? Like, what the heck? You think it's all about the, the, the surface and that's going to make me happy? That was like inside my mind. And it was just now knowing that I didn't allow myself to be happy or feel like I looked great just like that. It wasn't that I didn't think I looked great. I just felt... Oh, so I have to be fake for you to think I look great. So pretty much this fake is what everyone thinks is great. And no wonder I didn't understand it in the world. But now when I can look back and reflect upon it, of course, you know, this whole of the kind of being angry that that the whole world loves what is fake, that isn't real, and that is not even me. And every time I do it, that I get recognition for what I'm not. So that's when you have to step out of it, which I did, you know, like finally in 2020, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I don't want to keep on listening how my body is this or that and how you keep on forgetting about health and how you keep on f- bickering about the stuff that is just, I, like, I couldn't handle it. So I just like, bye, I'm not going to do this anymore uh, until uh, my pages got hacked and now I have to hustle again. So that's why I'm back on social media. I just have to show up because my, you got to do what you got to do. Not because... I just want to have people watching what I do because I, I just want to help people. So I got to do what I got to do. So I had my materialistic thing with the shoes and the bling and all that stuff. And trust me that all the dresses and all the shoes are gone. And I'm so happy I don't want it back. And I love that there's absolutely nothing in me that wants to do it. That I can't even think about... I mean. I wouldn't want to put my shoes, my feet in my high heels again. There will not be one part of me who will ever do, oh, I'm going to have the high heels and then kind of just know every woman knows we take them off right away because it's ridiculous. Like why put a pair of shoes? You can't even walk in them. Doesn't they say it's not worth it for the look? But anyway, when everyone knows you're not going to have, you're going to hate standing in those shoes 
And still women do it. For me, I feel like every woman needs to grow up and stop wanting to have an outfit that you feel uncomfortable in. I mean, I'm too utilitarian for that life. So it all comes down to this, that we all go through life and we grow and we find new things and we have insights. But it all comes down to the most important thing is if you don't get out of your life what you want or you always feel that you're not understood or the world isn't the way you want, it all comes down to you don't know yourself and then it's easier to kind of look outwards and think about people. But if you start and meditate and you go inwards and you commit to that like you do with whatever else you have committed full time. Like I committed to bodybuilding life, fitness and to my meditation, those two things. Then you're gonna realize that you have everything you need and want. And it's not about you're gonna achieve a goal and then you're gonna be happy. You can realize that all you want and what you struggle with isn't at all a struggle, it's the way of life. And if you can just see that that is the way it is, what are you stressed about? Because you will always have projects or new things and stuff. And things go in chapters. And you're going to learn so much about yourself by simply wanting to have a little tougher life than you at times want. Because we don't grow by having an easy life or to be the prettiest one or to be perfect or to achieve things. We grow by having something to struggle for that is worth more than giving up. And to learn that when you want to quit is the time when you show yourself that that is not the option at all because you got to do this. There is no way back. When you take that completely unconditional decision that you're going to do it all you got and there's no question. There's no plan B because there is just one life for you and you're going to give it your all and that is it. There's no pressure. It's just to show up for yourself to be happy and do your best day in, day out, that's all. So when you focus on the day-to-day routine of the bill and burn life, you notice that all you get stressed out that you can't figure it out is the eating and the training and the thinking combine that to a daily routine that you love to do. So what you love keeps on coming back to you day in and day out. That's why I'm myself, why... I keep showing up for myself day in and day out. So I can guarantee that every day is bliss for me. Every day is my happiest day. That's what I teach you. And every woman, every person is going to find their version. But the most important thing is to look for the version in yourself. Look inwards, go inwards. And spend time with yourself. Don't just go on adventure, kind of distract your mind away, new things all the time. Because when you do, it's kind of the opposite to meditation. Because when you go out on adventure, you are out, out, out to experience. But if you go inwards, you are learning to focus on the single thing that is mindful and to focus without losing that. And that opens up your mind and you get out of that cloud where you feel like it's too many thoughts and too many incoming messages from everything that you have heard or been said, been told or read. So it's just calm and tranquility. And that's when you're then going to feel maybe you get those, the universal confirmation waves, I said, that you just get those, uh, I can't explain, but it's to die for. So just think about it that 
who you are, what you want to be, your dreams and goals, and the ups and downs of life. Just take note of what you learn and then know every new day there's going to be new things to learn. And if you don't, you're living a life that is too easy for yourself, which means you're not getting the struggle you need to be the greatest you can be for yourself. And that's a loss because you are one of a kind and you have never been around before in your life and you don't haven't even had enough interest to study yourself like the greatest book of all time. So now is the time to do that. Go inwards so you can be all you want to be for yourself first and then you're going to be the best version of yourself for everyone else.